And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David a Saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So, so we've just had a Robin reading Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20, um, and it's just packed with so much. Um, so I'll try and unpack some of the bits that I felt really spoke to me. Um, but let's just picture that scene. It's late at night, dark, the stars are bright, and everything's quiet and still. The only noise you possibly can hear is sheep grazing and maybe the other shepherd snoring. The fire's burning and there's something lovely about a fire, isn't there? It's just sort of soporific and calming. And um, they're just relaxing after a busy day caring for the flock. Everything's peaceful. But suddenly, an incredibly bright light shines, not just on you, but all around you and everywhere is lit up. And then to your surprise and shock, there's an angel standing in front of you. Anyone ever had that? I wonder. And that's just a tiny snippet of the scene that we're looking at this morning. Because for approximately 400 years, the people of Israel hadn't heard God speak. I find that sort of mind-blowing to think that he was just silent for that length of time. There was no word from him, no prophets, no scripture was written. But now here he is revealing himself not to the high priest or the ruler or the smart gang, but to hard-working shepherds, which means he can speak to us. Not that we're shepherds, but he speaks to us as simple folk. And it's in that stillness that God broke through and spoke to them. And that's the same for us as well. When we're still, God can break through and speak into our lives. We just get, have to give him that time, don't we? And even more so in this busy, stressful time of Advent. 
I love that story of Samuel, the little boy who became a great prophet for God. You can read about him in the Old Testament book of Samuel, but he's dedicated to God by his mother. And while being trained as a little boy, he hears God's voice, but doesn't recognize it, doesn't realize it's God speaking. So he's told to say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And in that silence and stillness, God speaks. Perhaps we need to do the same instead of rushing in saying, listen, Lord, your servant speaks. Did you know, this is really interesting bit of information, that the brain, I hope there aren't any doctors here who will say that's a load of rubbish, but anyway, it was a good quote to find. Did you know that the brain contains a mechanism that gives priority to bad news? I found that staggering, if, it, if it's true, if it's true. Um, you know, if when you look at the news at the moment, the state of everything, um, we live in such troubled times, don't we? And we seem to have bad news constantly. And the good news is being drowned out. Or is it? What are we doing about the good news? Today, as we've said earlier, is the first day of Advent. And the good news is that Jesus came. He still comes and he's going to come again. And that's good news that we as believers can hold on to through every hardship we go through. These days of such uncertainty, where everything's being shaken, it's normal to feel a bit afraid, just like those shepherds did when the angel showed up. But throughout the Bible, we're constantly being told, fear not. Fear not. As believers in Jesus, we have one certain thing to hold on to, and that is that he comes to us wherever we are and whatever we're facing. And that's good news too. Most people love the season of Christmas, yet for many others, and especially in these recent years, of COVID and the after effects of lockdown. Many are alone. Many are missing loved ones. Many are having to go out to go without necessities, let alone have goodies to enjoy over Christmas. But even for those who can celebrate, a time will come when all the partying will finish and the reality of life will hit again. And it's a struggle. Yet, the good news is that we can have deep down joy and peace that only Jesus Christ can give. And that's what will sustain us. The peace of God can guard our hearts in the days ahead. He is faithful. He is true. He is trustworthy in these days. Isaiah had prophesied many years earlier that when the Messiah would come, he would be like a shepherd who cares for his flock. Let's always remember that as our good shepherd, we can always come to him and bring the concerns that, that press us down. A shepherd took great care of his sheep, we know that, 
They were highly valued and any wounds would be cleansed so that that healing could take place. Jesus does the same for us when we call on him. He comes and he dresses those wounds. We've all heard that expression, um, I'm going to get it the wrong way around, <laughs> dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Well, God does exactly that. Everything that's written in his word, everything that he's said will come to pass, comes to pass in his perfect timing. Sometimes he's the God of the suddenlies and he'll break through into a situation. Other times there's a slow, steady process of him working patiently, silently. The things we see and the things we don't see, he's still working. And I find it thrilling to think that those shepherds with their flocks in that field were taking care of lambs that were being kept pure and unblemished because they were going to be sacrificed in the temple in Jerusalem far away, not far away. And I wonder if those shepherds afterwards made the connection that the baby they went to worship was the spotless lamb of God given for the whole of, our, the whole of humankind. They'd soon be unemployed, wouldn't they? Although I'm sure they'd never forget that experience that night. We read how they responded to the angel. They were filled with fear. I'm sure we would be too. But what does the angel say? Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. And that means us. Then the angel is joined by a great company of angels praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men. We have peace with God through Jesus. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He gives peace in the midst of good or bad news. And it truly is a peace that the human mind simply can't understand. When you've experienced that peace, you know that it's utterly rock solid and it's beyond comprehension. When God speaks into our lives, what do we do with what he says? Do we think, oh, that's nice, it gives me that lovely squishy feeling and makes me feel special? special. Or do we, like the shepherds, act on what he says? I suppose it depends on what God says, but there needs to be a response when God speaks, even if it means just writing down what he says and recording what he says so that we can go back to it to remind ourselves. And what did the shepherds do with their good news? It says they hurried to the place where they were told to go to. They believed what they were told and acted on it. <clears throat> and there they found things exactly as they'd been told. How often we miss out on the things due to inactivity or unbelief. And look at the delight and joy they had at seeing that baby and how it transformed their lives. In a way, they became evangelists instead of shepherds because they went and spread the word concerning what they'd seen and heard. What are we going to do with what we see and hear today? Are we going to take it, take the good news to those who are frightened or those who have no hope? 
So that's the shepherds and angels. But then there's the other character mentioned quietly, Mary. There's such a serenity about Mary, isn't there? She must have been an incredible young, very young woman. Um, and I'm sure she didn't understand everything that was going on. She didn't understand everything all at once, but she pondered things. She stored them in her head, thought them over, and perhaps sat on some of the things that she that hadn't come to pass. She clocked them in her, her head. And isn't that what we all need to do when we don't quite get what's going on around us? To hold in our head, in our hearts, that God is in control and he's doing something. He's working his purposes out and he's limitless in his timing. But one thing we do know, he's coming back. So, what have you heard from today's passage? Do you need the reassurance of the Good Shepherd taking care of you? Are you taking time to listen? Are there things that you don't get that need to be just pondered over? When I used to lead um, alpha groups, often people would say, I just don't get it. And so I would just say, well, then just put it on the back burner, leave it, and God will show you in time. But don't stew over it. He'll show you in his perfect time. Maybe God wants to speak good news to you today. Perhaps you need some sort of encouragement. Perhaps you're feeling overwhelmed with something or you feel your heart is breaking for somebody you love dearly. Isaiah 61 reminds us of the promise fulfilled in Jesus. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. I'm not gonna read it all, but it goes on to say, we will be given a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. So let's not despair in these days. Let's praise God that he is in control. He knows what's going on. Jesus was given that scripture to read in Luke 4. And after he'd read it, he sat down and said, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus is the only one who can bring real lasting comfort. He's the only one who brings real hope for a future. He's quite simply the best and longest lasting good news we will ever hear. And we need to gossip that good news. He hears our cry. He sees our distress. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. He resurrects. He heals. And he loves us unconditionally. <clears throat> 